Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, everybody out there. This is Dr. Ryan Cleland. And um, we're just going to jump right in today. We're going to talk about back pain. Believe it or not, I'm a chiropractor. I've been practicing since 07. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about back pain. Yay! Everybody loves talking about back pain. The thing is, is back pain is huge. Back pain is a huge, huge part of healthcare. Um, It's one of the biggest reasons people get stuck on opioids. Um, You know, ultimately, the biggest thing I can say, well... My mind just kind of jumped right from where I was going to this little caveat. So when you have back pain, your results are ultimately going to depend on the choices that you as the patient, um, that you make. And what I mean by that is if you walk into, and and I've seen this actually in healthcare being, you know, with my history of going, being in a few different clinics now, and, and really this could make or break your success long term is who you so number one it's who do you go to when you have back pain we'll use again back pain as an example there i believe it's and i don't have the exact studies in front of me because again this just came to my head but i I think it's your 70 to 80 percent less likely to have surgical intervention if you go to a chiropractor or someone like a chiropractor that has the knowledge and understanding of how the spine should look, how it should work, where things, when they hurt, what that means. You're 80 percent less likely to have surgical intervention if going to, again, a chiropractor over a medical doctor or an orthopedist. So that right there, that decision right there can determine whether or not you have surgery. Not your not not whether you need it, not whether it's necessary, not whether you could respond one way or the other. It's really the door you walk into. So be weary. Be weary on that first decision you make when and if you ever have low back pain. Let's just use low back pain as an example, or neck pain for that matter. Because at least in my experience, a lot of folks in the medical community will treat you based off of imaging. So, and the reason they do that is because they really don't fix any problems in the medical model. And and that's, I think any medical doctor or any medicine person worth their salt will tell you, I mean, their goal is not to fix or fix your problem. It's to get you out of pain and getting you out of pain does not fix your problem. Right. I hope everyone understands that. It's kind of like if you have high blood pressure, just because I give you a high blood pressure medication does not fix your problem. It fixes your high blood pressure. That's just a symptom of a bigger problem. So that's where you have to understand it. So So that, for one, again, that was not even what I was going to talk about, but I think it's vitally important. You have to choose wisely. And also, too, choose somebody that you trust. You know, you may see this guy or that guy, they do a talk. I mean, we do talks all the time. But ultimately, do you trust the person that you're sitting across from? Do you feel like they have your best interest at heart? Or are you a number? Are you a statistic for that person? Whatever. I mean, are they, is your care plan like every single other person's care plan that, you know, that 
And you may not know that. And ultimately, don't worry about that. If you've got a good person that you trust, um, and I don't mean a chiropractor, because there are chiropractors out there I would not trust with my family, 100%. But there's a lot of chiropractors out there that I would. Also, too, there's a hell of a lot of medical professionals I would not trust with my health care. But there are a few out there that I would. And so the reason that I say that is because you, as the patient, should be interviewing your doctor, not the other way around. You're their client. They're not your client. So you can interview them to make sure that you want to utilize their services. I tell my patients when they move away from here, go in and talk to them. Just talk to them, knee to knee, sit down with them. And if they don't have time to discuss and and talk about your health, and and I don't mean take up an hour of their day, but 15 minutes should, or five minutes for that matter, should suffice. So again, maybe that's another podcast. But so one, choose wisely. Choose wisely. Um, The second thing, a lot of times when you have back pain, it, when it's just a pain issue, it could be corrected on your own. And I'm going to give you an example. So low back pain, we're going, to, we're going to really work through low back pain today. We'll talk about neck pain maybe on another one. So low back pain, at least from what I'm seeing, is there's a multitude of different things, right? It could be osteoarthritis. It could be disc issues. It could be inflammatory issues. It could be all of the above. It could be two of the above. So that's, it could be muscle, now, when you guys are out there and you come into my office and you've had something going on for three or four months, it's not just muscle, all right? If it's gone on for over a week, it's not just muscle. If you strain or pull a muscle, that should be improving within a week, at least in my opinion. If you're not, and I'm not saying it's gone in a week, I just mean it's getting better. Like if I pull a muscle on Monday, by that next Monday, it should be getting a little bit better. It shouldn't be the exact same as it was a week ago. If it is, there's something more going on. A muscle will heal. A muscle has great blood supply. Even if you strain that muscle, that blood supply, you have a great amount of stem cells. Again, there's a huge blood supply going to there. So you should ultimately start feeling better fairly quickly if it's just a strained or pulled muscle. It may drag on for a while, but you should continually see progression and and, uh things getting better. Otherwise, it may be something much, much deeper that's going on. And usually that's the case because, you know, muscles don't just pull most of the time unless you're just doing something completely crazy and you shouldn't be and you just tweak something and and strain something and there you go. So a few things that I always tell people when I'm like, so if I go to a CrossFit gym and I do some like functional movement screens, things like that to help people try to figure out if they're going to be prone to injury, a few things come out, right? I I always look at hip mobility. Hip mobility is vital. Hip mobility is so much because if your hip's not moving the way that it should move and you're trying to do either a full squat or you're trying to run, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to start getting that motion from somewhere. And if you're not getting it from your hip, you're going to ultimately potentially be getting it from your back. And if your back's moving excessively, that's not a good thing. You're going to end up with some pain, some injury, some damage. Um, you know, this is why core bracing is so important. You know, a lot of times when you go to like the old school way of thinking, you know, it's like, oh, we go to just all we're going to do is we're going to work on your core. We're going to work on your 
core strength is vital and everybody needs to have core strength and needs to make sure they're strong throughout their core. But a lot of times low back pain is due to immobile hips and hip. I mean by that hip socket joint, it's just not moving well. Maybe your hip flexors are tight. Maybe your hamstrings are tight. Maybe your piriformis is tight. So are you checking these on a regular basis? You know, if you're, if you're a runner and you run four to five, six days a week and you're not doing, um, mobility of the hip flexor boy oh boy you're missing the boat you probably do have low back pain if you're not checking your piriformis if you're not foam rolling your piriformis after runs you're probably going to end up with glute pain if that can radiate up into the low back and so the reason i bring all this up is it's one it's not always super simple but also two there's a lot of things you can do at home that can help to prevent back pain one is hip mobility two is obviously core strengthening and, um, you know, the best thing for the core is going to be planking. Okay. It's going to be, you know, planks as you're sitting on your elbows, planks, side planks, things like that. You don't, excuse me, you don't want to get into where you're doing a lot of sit-ups. You don't want to get where you're doing a lot of crunches that loads the discs an exorbitant amount. It loads the anterior portion of the discs a lot. You don't want the discs being loaded in the lumbar spine on the anterior portion. Main reason being, I'm sorry, on the uh, posterior portion of the disc, potentially causing bulging or herniation into the anterior portion of the disc. Because if you can roll your back forward, you can see, let me digress. Because I do these live, I can mess up. So, when you roll forward, the anterior portion of the disc is getting pressure, which is putting potential um, issues to the posterior part of the disc. Posterior part of the disc, if it starts to bulge or you have herniations, et cetera, that's the part that's going to potentially get into the nerve root, the intervertebral foramen, or the um, spinal cord or spinal canal. We don't, we don't want it in the spinal canal at all because that's when it can mess with our central nervous system, which is our spinal cord or our... Um, peripheral nervous system which is the descending nerve roots so um so yeah so a couple things to always be be careful of hip flexors check your hip flexors if you stand if your back hurts while you're standing a lot that's almost always a hip flexor issue all right um if you sit a lot at work and you're shortening your hip flexors. If you've got sway back where your where your booty sticks out a little bit more and your hips don't open up, that's almost always a hip flexor. That's probably the number one thing I find on people. Probably 80 to 85% of the time people have tight hip flexors. We get their hip flexors moving good. You know, everybody always wants to focus on the hamstring. Hamstring, hamstring um, mobility is good, but you also have to remember if your pelvis is shifting forward, your hamstring is automatically stretched because that sits bone, your butt bone that you sit on is further away from the back of your knee because your pelvis is rolled forward. And so that's going to elongate that hamstring. So your, your hamstrings may be a little tight, but ultimately maybe what you need to do is work your glutes, work your hamstrings. So that's going to fall into part two now. So we're looking at, we didn't hit mobility. We're mobile. Now we've got to do strengthening. So one thing that I always tell people is making sure their butt fires over their back. A lot of us get back strong because our booty is weak. And so we have to strengthen our booty to basically take the stretch or take the 
take the pressure off of your lumbar spine. So how do you do that? You can do things where you can have your legs locked in a straight leg position. You hinge from the hip. You do hip hinges, or you can even put like a kettlebell in your hands, and you can do hip hinges with weight. They also call these good mornings. The biggest thing I, I see it all the time in the gym when you're doing a good morning where you have a, a bar on your shoulders and you're leaning forward, you're supposed to be in a locked position. Do not roll your lumbar spine. That will cause problems. Lock that spine, shoulders back, lean forward until your hamstrings tell you to stop. When your hamstrings, when your hamstrings tell you to stop, come back up. Don't keep trying to go forward because that is not what you're looking to do there. You're looking to engage your hamstrings and your glutes. And when you come up, Fire your butt, squeeze your butt cheeks together as hard as you can, because that will automatically tell your body basically and everything that your butt's in control, your butt's going to pull you back up and it'll straighten you right back up. So those are a few things that you can do to limit and reduce back pain. One, check hip mobility, hip flexor, piriformis, hamstring, and then two, Make sure your booty is firing. Make sure it's strong. And so, like I said, good morning, straight leg dead straight leg deadlift, straight leg raisers, whatever. Um, but we don't. And then make sure you're not doing a bunch of sit-ups when you're doing core. Make sure you're doing planks because the lumbar spine is really not designed to move a lot. And so, especially in a flexion position, like a front to back position, we don't want it moving a lot unless we're standing. We don't want to be laying on our back. So. If you're going to do core with motion, I always tell people, do it while you're standing. Be more athletic. Do it while you're standing because then your hips will move. It's more of a natural movement, more like a baseball swing or, you know, the opposite. You know, if, if you're righty, just baseball swing or lefty going the opposite direction. So I hope this helps. These are super easy things to look at if you have chronic back pain. And I'm just going to tell you straight up, not everybody checks these things when they come in. You know, whether you're a chiropractor, whether you're a physio, you know, a physical therapist, whether you're a medical doctor, a lot of folks are going to look at what they look at. And some will, some won't. But ultimately, these are things that you can figure out on your own. And if you can't, you know, there's going to be good people out there that you can find that can, are going to assess your hip mobility, that are going to assess your core strength, and to make sure your butt's firing over your back, and they're going to help you through this type of stuff. So I hope this gives you some good information because, again, this this alone could save you tens of thousands of dollars throughout your life in, in uh, healthcare if you're only going to uh, worry about your, your spine when it's in pain. Um, otherwise, obviously... Regular chiropractic adjustments are vital to keeping and restoring and a healthy motion of the spine. Um, healthy exercise routines. Walking is vital, like walking for exercise because it gets those SI joints moving. And that's a whole nother podcast talking about SI joints. So check your hip flexors, check your piriformis, check your hamstrings, and then strengthen your butt and your, and your hamstrings. And um, you're going to be you're going to be doing really, really well. So God bless. Have an awesome day. And remember that first door you walk into, if you do feel like you need a healthcare practitioner, can determine 85% of the time or whatever, however that math works out, it can determine whether or not you're going to end up with surgery because you cannot base whether you need surgery on an image. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. I've walked, I've, I've had many people come in here and we, you know, they're scheduled for surgery and we show them a few mobility exercises, do some adjustments and lo and behold, no more surgery for that person because they feel great. So God bless you all. Have an awesome day. This episode of the infinite living project has ended. But be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review. 
so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition.